Welcome to the Hush My Mouth podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the face you were making just made me laugh. It's our first episode, so this is only going to get better. That's right. Welcome, we welcome, welcome to the first episode of Hush My Mouth. So let's talk about the week we've had. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, so... We, as a family, have had this favorite restaurant for about 15 years, and we go there for special occasions. It really is like sealed its place in our heart because it was the first place that we were able to go to with my oldest daughter where she didn't cry through the meal. <laughs> <laughs> and then over time, it became, we were like norm at Cheers at this restaurant. We would go in, the owner would come out every time and hug us oh and gosh. be so excited to see us. Anyway, it was our place. This past week, we've had a lot of stuff going on in the in our little world, and we had some things to celebrate. So on Friday night, we went to go and celebrate. We were all excited. We talked about it all day. We all like didn't eat a big lunch because this is a substantial meal. We pull up, and there's for lease signs in the window. No, it's gone. <gasps> so where was this? Is this in Dallas or? It's closer to where we live. Okay, but it's like, it's a staple. It, it, it's like I never in a million years thought that it wouldn't be there. Right, and they didn't consult you first. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, who do you think you are? In a way. <laughs> So anyway, we were quite devastated. We sat in the parking lot, and at least some of us cried. Some of us cried. Because <laughs> it just makes you wonder, you know, why? What yeah. happened? Like, did something happen to the owner? Did you Google it? We tried. The website is gone. There's no, like, there was no sign that said, you know, like, move to another location. Yeah. So anyway, we were really sad about it. So now we have to go and try, like, other places because nothing else ever compares it was a japanese steakhouse like oh, a hibachi okay. place yeah so it was a very mom and pop kind of place i don't th it wasn't a chain you know so i don't know i'm just feel we were like we're never gonna have that meal again we're never gonna have the owner jane come out and <laughs> hug us well, i think sometimes <clears throat> they don't realize too because sometimes restaurants have a sentimental you know, connection. I know we were sad. The The very first date that Chris and I ever had was at Backstreet's in Blacksburg. Oh, yeah. And they they, they closed. And it was Aww. like, well, we didn't even get a slice of pizza. Like, as a goodbye pizza. I know. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm dealing with this week. How about you? Uh, well, mine was a little crazier. Regular part of the week was fine. You know, it's work. Uh, but uh, my mom wanted to go to some, I don't even know what it's called, but they sell like coins. And for everyone else, my mom and I have, as, a, as an adult, I've never lived close near to my mom for the most part. We've always lived in separate states. And so this is a new adventure. Mama's um, right down the street. I have her so close <laughs> and she's a bit special. Um, and so, um, so I'm envisioning like an expo. Like, because it's at some hotel. But apparently she has a couple coins that my stepdad had. And I think she envisioned, like, antique road shows. She oh. was going to walk in there and have some, you know, oh, you have this dime that's now worth $8 billion. <laughs> and so we go, we get there. 
It is not an expo. It is two guys in a conference room <laughs> that are basically like, hey, do you have gold or do you have these things? And we're going to tell you if they're worth anything. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. It was fine. It was very nice. We learned a lot. She did not have a coin that was worth $8 billion. <laughs> Uh, I was like, great, let's go. We'll get some lunch. So while at lunch, she's telling me they're having a senior prom. <laughs> and so she's going to the prom. And I, I joked with her. I said, you know, I still have my prom gown from high school. Did you want to wear it? And she actually looked at me for a second like. <laughs> like it was like, a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, mom. I asked her, I said, so who are you taking or who are you going with? Mm -hmm. You know, thinking that she's going to say like, oh, Eloise down the hall or, you know, Beatrice that I right. met. <laughs> she lives in an over 55 community, you know, and uh, she says to me, she says, oh, I'm taking the guy that does my nails. <laughs> What? Oh, what? Who? Huh? Where have I been? <laughs> and she said, yeah. And I said, you asked your nail tech to take you to the senior prom? And she said, she said, no, I just mentioned it to him and he offered. And I thought, huh? <laughs> so then, of course, I'm like, uh, okay, so do you want me to come take pictures, mom? You know, like, do you need a corsage? So she says... Well, first of all, I said, well, what, what's this guy's name? So his name is Vu. Okay. Um, she said his last name, she says, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. It's D-O, but I think it's Do. And I said, or Do, which means I'm going to be calling him Voodoo forever, <laughs> regardless of what his actual name is. And so I joked about coming to take photos. And she says to me, I said, so when is it? And she said, oh, don't, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take pictures. And I said, why why don't you tell me when it is well when is it and she said never mind never mind <gasps> secrets I, like, I said well i said are you embarrassed by me do you not want me to come and she says well no i don't i don't want him to see you because then he'll know really know how old i am <laughs> i was like first i take offense to that maybe somebody still thinks i'm in my 30s secondly um, I said, I, you know, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, but my first instinct was mom, he, he sees your face <laughs> and your feet. So he knows exactly how old you are. Oh doesn't goodness. want me to go because I won't even tell me what it is, which obviously I can Google that. That was my Saturday. That's well, what I did. I think, um, just like me, we both have the relatives that are a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> This won't be the last time that we discuss something that she's done. No. I have a treasure trove of things that she has said and done and will continue to say. Oh, man. Every week, we're going to have a topic that we've sort of thought about ahead of time, in addition to the, you know, what's going on with us this week. So our topic this week is going to be giving you guys a little bit more information about how we ended up here, how we met, and how we um, kind of decided to, you know, get together and do a podcast go jump hop in the way back machine <laughs> and talk way about back, way back. we met in mm, i won't give the year but nice we <laughs> although at some point you'll figure it out um but we met in college our freshman year we went to virginia tech and we lived in the infamous and amazing 
Lee Hall. <laughs> Same floor, although they've changed the name. Have they changed the name? They did. They named. They changed. They found out that the the guy they named it after wasn't a, a nice dude. Oh, he was problematic. Yeah, he was problematic. So they've changed it. I don't remember what the name of it is, but it will always be Lee Hall. That's right. We the stadium was right behind us. Yep. We had like the basketball stadium and then the football stadium right behind our dorm. So if you weren't going to the game, you could hear it. That's right. So yeah. So uh, we were not roommates. No. But we lived on the hall. same floor and. I'm not really sure how we originally started talking other than just seeing each other up and down the hall and kind of there were several of us that sort of grouped up and hung out. That that section of the hall seemed to be more cohesive right. for some we, reason. We gelled in, yeah, for whatever yeah. reason. So so yeah, came from different parts in Virginia but yeah. but met in college and then um grew up and graduated yeah and then where did you go right after college so i actually stayed pretty close i moved to roanoke which was sort of like quote unquote the big town yeah (laughs) near where we live because virginia tech for anybody who's not familiar is in a very small town i mean i'm sure there's a lot more there now i haven't been back there in a few years but um so i stayed fairly local and started working and i lived there for about another two or three years, but you you didn't, right? No, I moved back to Northern Virginia, um, which is where I grew up, um, and uh, got married not too long after college. And then I think within five months is when we moved to Florida. So yeah, so, so it was really fast. Well, I definitely remember your wedding mm-hmm. and my bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> That was really fun, but I don't think I have remembered that you were, that you guys moved to Florida that quick. And then how long were you in Florida? Uh, almost 12 years. That was a long stretch. Yeah. And again, I mean, remember back then we didn't have like cell phones and social media. So it was so much easier to be like, oh, you know, you just would go. And then the next thing you know, you'd get like a, I changed addresses, you know, but not the backstory. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we moved, Chris's job at the time moved us there and then um, the kids were born there and then we moved um, for a little bit uh, we moved back to the DC area for a couple years and then in 2011 they moved us to Dallas oh that's right that's and right. you just happened to be here and we were time. already here so when we I graduated I worked in Roanoke for a few years um, I met Matt in Roanoke we didn't get married there but we moved a couple years later to North Carolina and we lived there for a few years and then we decided to move to the dallas fort worth area my mom was born in dallas so i always came here as a kid to visit my grandparents and other relatives so i was sort of familiar but only in the way that you're like familiar with a place as a kid right because i wasn't driving around i didn't work here or anything like that so it's still changed like so much yeah it's really grown up So we moved to what was sort of like an outskirts of the DFW area at the time. And we were here for a few years and we had our kids. And then I think when you guys moved here, I had just had a baby, like maybe three or four weeks before you you got here. The little, the little one was three weeks old. Yeah. And it was just funny because when we were coming here, you had told us kind of the area you lived in, but Mm -hmm. then we, you know, of course our realtor took us everywhere and we Mm -hmm. were, you know, focused on, you know, the house itself and everything. And then when we finally picked the house we really liked, 
it just happened to be like a mile I know. from where you were. It was so thought, close. How is this possible that, you know, we've, we've moved and years had gone by and yeah. we just ended up in the exact same spot that was miles away from where we had met. I think you can say you're a Texan once yeah, you've lived in Texas years? for like 10 years. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. always what I've heard. <clears throat> so I think we can both officially call ourselves Texans. Although I don't know about you, but a lot of people that I meet in this North Texas area, they're not from here. No. They, they didn't grow up here. Right. So I think like they're, they kind of adjust to the ways of Texas the same way we have. Yeah. It, I think <laughs> some people come here who have never been here and you think, Oh, it's just going to be cowboy hats. And like people are riding to work on a horse, <laughs> you know, and it, it looks nothing like that. It's just, I mean, there's pockets of, yeah. you know, like I thought it was so fascinating, uh, that when we first moved here, maybe within that first year, uh, a cattle truck had overturned on one of the major interstates. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, of course they had video of the, you know, the cattle on the <laughs> interstate, which never happens in Virginia. Um, and, and, and the thing that really stuck out to me was the police department had a cattle truck, like as part of their, like equipment to help catch the cattle. So obviously I was like, well, this obviously happens on a this regular basis. Do. But so I thought, oh my gosh, that is such a Texas thing. Yeah. You know, unique to Texas. But I don't know. I don't know if I would consider myself a good Texan in the sense that I don't own a cowboy hat and I've never owned a pair of cowboy boots. I think that's probably like getting booze from the crowd. We need to get that on your agenda. I don't have a cowboy hat either. I don't have a cowboy boots currently, but I have had them in okay. my life. Are they comfortable? So. No. Okay. <laughs> no, there's a lot of Texas, I guess, um, maybe stereotypes, yeah. but, but some of them turn out to be true. Yeah. That I, I feel like I don't really... Uh, fit either like I don't have that I think this maybe is a little bit more unique to like the Dallas area because obviously Texas is a huge, is a oh, huge yeah, state yeah, yeah. and it's almost like different climates different cultures different right. everything depending on what right because we can in. fit several European countries in the state of Texas exactly yeah, so obviously there's different but in the Dallas area like I remember this especially growing up and coming to visit here that you, there's like a certain look of you know like a certain style like a, mm -hmm. a fashion a way of like wearing your hair or maybe being like a little bit more like I don't think flamboyant is the right word, like but flashy? like flashy, little flashy, yeah, There's little a dressy, more, a little bit more rhinestones, <laughs> yes, um, like especially in jeans and belts. Like I don't, yeah, I don't have any of that, but like there's a lot of people that you know, it's like studded pockets, yes, and yeah, it's a little. So I'm I'm not fitting in in that department. <laughs> But the hospitality I love. Oh my gosh. I think for the most part, the people are super friendly. I've definitely felt welcomed here. Yeah. The small town of it, like, because I, well, we don't live in the same town, but we right. live close. And I know we live in a very small town. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's been a little bit of an adjustment because I've lived in a couple of different places since we've been here. And so have you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, kind of an everybody knows everybody. My first thought when I moved to Texas was how many people I ran into that would just stop and talk to you. 
it's not that I thought people on the East Coast weren't nice. They are, but they're, they're nice, but they've got somewhere to go. Right. And in Texas, it seemed like no one had anywhere to be. <laughs> you know, I'd just be, you know, doing business or set, you know, oh, I'm just, I'm setting up my bank account. Oh, did you just move here? Yes, I did. Oh, you're going to love it here. There's a restaurant down the street that you're, you need to go to this place. Oh, you need to go over here. And it's like a 30 minute conversation um, which I appreciated as a new person, but it was definitely a new concept. Right. Because I think on the East Coast, people would have said, oh, well, welcome here. And that would have been the, it. You didn't get the welcome wagon when you got to Florida? <laughs> no. No, we did not. No. And Florida's beautiful, but no, it wasn't the same kind of. Um, yeah. And I don't know, Texans really think about themselves as like a whole separate, like I never called myself a Virginian. Me either. I think you're right. Like we didn't talk about those things, even though I grew up there, Mm -hmm. certainly could call myself a Virginian, but we didn't talk about Virginia. Like it was a, like it was in your blood. Yeah. Like it was a cult. You know, like (laughs) I think that. uh, Did you watch Friday night lights? The TV show where it's like the Texas forever thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which I absolutely love, (laughs) but I, I definitely don't feel like I can claim that because I wasn't born here. Yeah. Well, I mean, even on like the overpasses, which, Texas loves overpasses, like loves them. Um, they've put, you know, like the Texas star. You don't yeah. see that anywhere. You no. don't go anywhere. It just looks like an overpass. This you is throw anywhere in the United States. We're branded. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I do love about Texas, um, that I wish we had everywhere was U-turn lanes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. But you know, if you don't know what that is, that's dangerous. It is. I've <laughs> I remember my brother-in-law who did not live in Texas visiting us and doing the Texas turnaround yeah. as they call yep. it and really almost getting sideswiped. Yeah. But it, it's awesome if you know how it works. Right. I mean, but it makes sense. Hey, I don't need to turn left. I just need to turn around. That's right. And I don't need to get into that traffic. And so, yeah, it's great. But, but there are some Texas things I still don't get. Such as? Um, I... <laughs> I, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but, but the, uh, the state fair, uh, uh, cow, big text. Oh, he is creepy. Well, he is he's creepy, so but creepy, but he's a fixture. And you know, how many years ago was it when poor, oh, when he burnt down, on fire? that was even creepier. <laughs> if you haven't Google that, you need to Google that big text on fire, on fire, because that'll give you nightmares. I mean, <laughs> Well, and I really thought they're going to bring big text back and they're going to make them less creepy because I think, you know, I, like you said, it was, it's been there for a while. Yeah. It's, it's, and so it kind of had that folksy kind of look to it. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe we're going to modernize big text, you know, maybe give him a little five o'clock shadow. <laughs> no, he is just as creepy as the original. If not more so. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that, um, the state fair has a lot of thing like all the fried food i mean i guess that's not just for texas but we're like notorious for it yeah like what can we deep fry yeah but big tex greeting you at the front is kind of like (laughs) you gotta do it (laughs) well the other thing and i and i i guess you're getting in on it uh is um the mum thing the homecoming mum thing in high school yeah although i don't know we did our first homecoming last year and i i know it's a thing but I don't think we even did it. It right. just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I mean, it probably started off, you know, somewhat basic. Like, you've got a mom. At my kid's high school, they finally had to say, you can't bring one in here with bells. Because <laughs> they just ding, 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 ding all day long. And you see these girls, and they're just like, 
they look like like a prized cattle. Yeah. From <laughs> shoulder to floor, and it's jingling, and it's it's you know, a big thing. Moms and yeah, and I. I, I did, you know, I had boys and I, I still, um, you know, kind of gently pulled them to the side and said, look, if a girl wants you to make this for them, um, uh, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Mom I'll, can't help you this I'll time. I'll drive you to Hobby Lobby. Uh, but I am not going to, this is not going to become my, my, uh, my craft project. Uh, and that's such a Texas It's very, tradition. I mean, I've never heard of that anywhere else. No, no. So, yeah, that's that's really So what funny. were some of your pleasant surprises well, that, I mean, as an adult? I think this is basic, but I love the food. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. Because I grew up in the military, so I lived all over the place. Yeah. I've lived in Virginia for quite a long time, yeah. but I still think of my youth as being kind of here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. And um, I never really got attached to a particular culture, I wouldn't say. But in Texas, it's just, there's definitely a culture. Mm-hmm. And part of it is the food, you right. know, the steak, the barbecue. Like, it's what everybody thinks it is. Right. And it's amazing. <laughs> and there's so many. When I first got here, my that was my first impression was, all Texans must do is eat and shop because there were yes. so many stores and so many restaurants. Like I've never seen, and I've lived in a metropolitan large area and I've still, you know, like, does anyone cook in their kitchen here? Right. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, and they're, and they're adding all the time. So yeah. I think the thing like, like um, aesthetically, I guess, maybe that's not the right word, but I love, the big open sky. I mean, I know that Montana is like big sky country. That's their thing. But where anywhere that we've lived here, we always get the beautiful sunsets. And it's just, to me, that's something that makes it feel like home. Mm -hmm. That probably sounds silly, but like, being in Virginia for so long, all I think about is like driving down the highway and like the tall trees on both right. sides of the road. And here, which are great in the fall, yes, yes, but beautiful. we don't really get that much of a fall. We here. don't. And so, what's nice about that big open sky is you can see storms rolling. Yeah, it's really like it's cool. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, until, he, the, until the hail comes and hits your house. Yeah, then well, then so cool. that part sucks. <laughs> definitely have kind of the best of both worlds because we don't have as much humidity as mm-hmm. say, like, poor Houston. Or, yeah. Um, but then um, at the same time, you're kind of reminded that like, it's not that far away because we have armadillos. Right. You know, every <laughs> once in a while you'll see a tumbleweed. You go, whoa, where did that come from? Um, it, like it got lost. <laughs> That's right. It traveled real far from El Paso. <laughs> but we like it. Yeah. I mean, we... We came, we were here for many, many years. You moved here. And then we actually moved away for a couple years and went back to the East Coast. And we couldn't wait to come back. I mean, there are definitely pros and cons to wherever you are. I'm sure everybody feels that way. But um, there is a hominess to it that I think I've latched on to. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll live here forever. Yeah. Not sure. But. I think a lot of people that I talk to always said like, oh, I really like it here. As opposed to I've been places where some people are like, I don't really like it here. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, so even if they have to move or whatever, I think there's still so many people that they get here and they're like, I really like it here. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, there's just so many amenities. It's not really a tourist destination. No. Like when people say, oh, I'm going to come to Dallas and visit. And I thought, what are you going to do? Sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really have a museum for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they do have a couple of good ones, but that is one of the downsides, I think, that yeah. we miss from being on the East Coast is just the proximity to other things. Yes. Everything is far away. And old things. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit, I mean, yeah, you can travel south and go to the Alamo and yeah, stuff like and that. Yeah, and like the missions uh, and stuff. That's yeah. a cool trip. To me, it's nice because it's like the mix of, because I've always been a city suburb mm-hmm. person i mean i have lived in a smaller town but i always feel like my comfort level was around lots of people and things and whatnot but i love that mixture of nature and and now yeah. that we've moved even farther out like mm-hmm. we used to live you know in a city that was pretty well populated and close to everything and now we've you know now that we've kicked our kids out and um <laughs> Uh, we're on to uh, the next part. We we bought more land, so we're further out. And I love that. Like we, there's a farm across the street, and their three cattle got out. Now they are not Longhorns; they're just regular cattle. Mm-hmm. But they got out, and um, somehow, because we have a gated community, they got through our gate. <laughs> Maybe someone gave them the code. I was gonna say they punched in know. the code. <laughs> but the next, and I have a picture of it because we've got these two little ponds in the front, you know, just for like, woo woo, look at the neighborhood. And so we have ducks, but the cattle made it in to the neighborhood and they were, uh, you know, drinking out, out of, of the, the ponds. And, it, and, it, and it was funny because even the picture I took, one of the cattle turned to look at me like, what, <laughs> you know, so I love that, you know, and people will find donkeys in their yards from some of the farms and oh stuff that get through the gate, get through the fences and stuff. So, um, but I love that. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it is. We're like close to the outskirts but still connected to like you can go into the larger populated areas right and yeah. yeah it's a nice balance and there's plenty here like sports and arts and all the stuff so yeah, yeah. love it yay we'll stay all right every episode we're gonna wrap up by talking about what's in the zeitgeist love it this week's In the Zeitgeist segment is going to be about uh, one of our uh, favorite new shows, Only Murders in the Building. Woo! We love crime, so we're probably going to talk about crime a lot and all the crime shows, uh, but uh, Only Murders in the Building, uh, if you're not watching it, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> run right now. Uh, it's about to drop. This is the third season. Yep. Um, I love the characters. I love the concept. It just has like a visual appeal. Does that make sense? There's yes. like an aesthetic about the sets, the costumes, even like the coloring of the show, yeah. like just in the wardrobe. I don't know. There's something about it that gives off like kind of a, I want to say vintage, but that's not really what I mean. No, but I know what you mean because it's in an old apartment building yeah. and there's like, yeah, I definitely have an appreciation for just the way it's laid out and like without ruining anything, kind of what you find out about like the building itself is right. a character. Yes. Yeah. And I really just love that like each season, I know we're not very many seasons in, but each season they bring in like this random famous person right, to play a character, you know, and you thought, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Wasn't expecting that. Like they're, them themselves are pretty famous, mm-hmm. but it's, and I know that shows have done that kind of like, 
you know, special guest, you know, kind of concept, but I don't know why it hits different for the show for me. It feels totally out of left field. Yeah. So are we saying what we know already about the third <laughs> season and who these people are? Who are the the stars? I mean, I, among I guess us? we can because it's out there. It I is. Mean, so we're, we're giving you a lot of time to just like hit mute if somehow you don't want to know because obviously they <laughs> allude to that even at the end of the second season. Right. So, so yeah, let's just do it. Let's One just rip the Band-Aid off. One of my super, super faves, when his face popped on the screen, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I heart Paul Rudd. Yes, I know. <laughs> He's like, uh, never ages, you want to put him in your pocket. Yes. You know, and carry him around. Um, yeah, so that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, yeah, because in the, in at least in the previous seasons, the the famous people haven't necessarily been particularly part of the storyline right. they're just like this side story more like tangential yeah yeah for sure. so it'll be interesting to see is he more of the story i mean it seems like it does it does like maybe we're evolving hopes. maybe i don't know i'm trying not to get my expectations too high but i'm like am i gonna get to see paul rudd like every week on the I show mean, for real <laughs> when who's the other person i don't remember Tell me you're kidding. I Amy. don't remember. Miss Meryl Streep. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I um, I actually saw in person because she was seeing Hamilton the, the same night I was seeing Hamilton oh. in New York. So, yeah. You have I, a connection. I do. I mean, I know she noticed me, I'm of course. Sure. Um, with her 30 entourage that were whisking <laughs> her away so that no one could get to her. Um, but yeah, so yeah. And I don't know how much of a part she'll be. I mean, obviously we don't know how much of a part Paul Rudd will be either, but I mean, I'm in it just for the Steve Martin, the Martin short. Yeah. Martin short. The cutie patootie Selena Gomez. (laughs) (laughs) And I just love too that they have somehow normalized for us this idea that this young woman is somehow in this podcast goats with these two old guys, guys, (laughs) Um, that live in her building. Um, so I, I think it's, it's, it adds a fun element because, you know, she reminds, uh, you know, us of, uh, you know, when we say something and that's not cool anymore. Right. Or, you know, <laughs> so. Uh, I think there's a couple of things in the trailer that are very apropos to what you were just talking about. I almost don't like when they give us too much advance warning when something's coming out. Like, just tell me the day before because now. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I got to wait waiting. a week. And a couple days. I know. Cool. It's uh, it's definitely. I wasn't turned on to it as early as you were. You told me about it after you guys had already watched the first season, I think, yeah. or maybe you were like halfway through. Yeah. And then my daughter was watching it, and I was like, I mean, I've got to get on the only and the murders, <laughs> only murders in the building train. Yeah. Because it's it's tr- it's not really true crime. No. But I'm a big true crime. Girl. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, murder is in the title. Yep, yep. I can do this. Yep, yeah. I think <laughs> I saw that first trailer, and I thought that I definitely have to watch the show because it seemed like just a nice twist on it. Wasn't just a crime show, which again I love and watch all of them. It had this kind of funny, yeah. dramatic. It's smart. It's yeah. witty. It is. And I mean, I can get on board with the Martin Short character because I am a total dips, sauces, and spreads <laughs> kind of girl. <laughs> so 
I just thought that was hilarious when he's always talking about how he just likes to have some dips for every meal or whatever it is. <laughs> so looking forward to it. Yep. Love it. I'm so, sure we'll talk about it. We will. Topic coming soon. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us and give us a good rating wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Hush My Mouth Pod. Bye. Bye. Hush my mouth. I won't be able to. <laughs> um, hush. I can't do it. <laughs>